All right, so uh, um, we're back at it again. Um, not the Day to Remember song, but back at it again. We're going to do another interview today with my good buddies from Made for Broadway. Uh, last time I talked to those guys was like two years. Well, I, I've been talking to them on the internet, but the last time we talked about music and that kind of stuff was, uh, was two years ago. Um, so... Right now, I'm figuring out how to use Skype. I'm still very new to this whole online interview uh, thing. And um, I gotta pull this microphone in closer. Nobody's gonna hear anybody. Hang on. I'm keeping all this in, by the way. This is, uh. <laughs> we can look back on this and go, this was, uh, this is when it all started. So. I'm going to give them guys a call here in a bit. Uh, we're going to try to use Skype and Facebook Messenger. Whatever one works best, that's the one we're going to go with. Uh, they're in Johannesburg, South Africa. So it's noon here, like 7 p.m. right there. So uh, I'm going to give them a call. And the next voices you'll hear are Justin and Brogan from uh, Made for Broadway. So here we go. Hey, so uh, this is working now. That we just we we tested this again for those you out here listening. Um, Skype didn't work, so now we're on Facebook Messenger. Uh, Facebook to save the day. Zuckerberg, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Your guys' connection uh, it sounds amazing on here. Yes, nice. That's that South African internet. For you. Yeah, yeah. What, what just got it. Just got it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we're here today with the guys from Made for Broadway. Uh, the first time I talked to you guys was back in 2008, February of 2018, actually, uh, when yeah. New Heights, Same Lows dropped. Um, you yeah. guys have been doing so much stuff, everything, uh, since yeah. then. You guys have had lineup changes. You toured Bowling for Soup. Uh, you're working on this new EP, which will be out. And we're going to talk about all that coming up here in this yeah. podcast. Um, but, uh, just letting everyone know out there that this is the second time I've, uh, I've done an interview with someone, um, on a podcast. I'm used to doing these face to face on Facebook, but I can't get to Johannesburg, South Africa, and you guys can't get to Pittsburgh, <laughs> Pennsylvania. So this is the best we can yeah. do. And I'm hoping. Not anytime soon. <laughs> not anytime soon. Uh, you guys did do a tour uh, when New Heights dropped uh, to Hollywood, L.A. Um, yeah. What was your uh, U.S. experience like, like being in the United States? <clears throat> For us, it was, it was pretty eye-opening. I mean, coming from South Africa where we have like three or four venues to do a tour at where <laughs> when we went to the States, literally we had a show every day, which is yeah. wild. Like each street had more <laughs> venues than like our whole City. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous. I, well, I was jealous in 2018. You guys went to California before I did. And, like, I live in the States. And it's it's such a pain to get over there when you're, like, broke all the time. Um, but we, we, <laughs> yeah, we were on vacation. And, like, everything is, like, what was your what was your biggest culture shock coming to the States? Um, so, I mean, you know, the like, the American culture is pretty transparent in movies and TV and stuff, so I, I don't know if there was much of a shock for me. I don't yeah. know. I think it was just that everyone drank so much. I mean, the, the booze was <laughs> the, the drinks are so heavy. Oh like, yeah, okay, that's not, something that we did not. When expect. they pour like three quarters of a cup of gin and then a little splash of tonic. Yeah, you're like, like I would love a gin and tonic, and it's actually just a tonic <laughs> with, fire water. with a drop of gin. <laughs> I mean, it's a gin with a drop of tonic. It's mad. 
But also, I think the biggest thing was like all the bands were so ridiculously good. Like mm. we did not play with a bad band the entire time, and there were a lot of bands we've never heard before. And we get we kind of heard a couple demos, but when we got to see them live, we're like, wow! It really shows that people are playing a ton of shows, got a lot of experience, just super super solid. Mm. I definitely think things like that are regional. Like um, for a while, the scene was really dry around Pittsburgh. Um, okay. We have bands. We have bands like uh, Anti Flag that have come from here. Um, in Pennsylvania, we have bands like the Wonder Years, the Starting Line. Yeah. All those bands have come from PA. But for a while, it was like a real, a real dry spell. And I feel like the venues are picking back up, and a lot of the bands are are taking heed of that. A lot of the venue owners are realizing people still want to go to shows, even though they're not buying. Yeah. Like, merch on you know going to a store or whatever and buying stuff but there's people are still going to shows uh is it the same where you guys are at where people are like going to shows all the time we were literally, literally just, just spoke about, about this, this. <laughs> just before this call like i think no. there's a lot of mixed reviews i think the shows where people put in a ton of effort and do something different mm. um that tends to attract a lot more people just having three bands on, on a lineup and like not doing anything special just like up, we hit a play I think people kind of over that. They're like, yeah, bro, we've seen that. But to yeah. make it kind of something special, peeps get more into it. I don't yeah, know. I mean, basically what you just said as well, it's, it's the same thing we picked up on here. Like, people don't easily go out and spend that much money anymore. Mm-hmm. People live online, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so if, if you're going to go out to a show, it needs to be a special, kind of unique experience. Um, I feel like, yeah, that, so um, I don't know about where you guys are, are at, but like around around the States... All of the malls are dying. We don't have a Toys R Us anymore. A Kmart, oh. if you guys know what that is. Like, shit's dying yeah, yeah. Like, really quick. And um, I feel like those personal experiences, like you guys, like you were saying, with uh, um, with, with shows, are one way for people to still connect. Um, mm. uh, do you guys have an oversaturation problem? You said there's like only a couple venues where you guys are from. Is it like, oh great, that band is playing the same venue I saw them at a week ago? <laughs> yeah. It's like that a little <laughs> yeah. bit. It's crazy like that. I think there was a period even in the beginning of our career where we would play the same venue like three weeks in a row because yeah. it would just be the best place to play and it just always made sense. We were like, well, we really want to play and this place has got the best sound. The, the regular's always yeah. rad. The owner digs us. So why not? But now we're sort of trying to relook at it and be like, let's rather do something special yeah. once a month than just doing like three random shows just to sweat, you know? Do you think starting out like that, did that help build a fan base or that they were like, oh, not these guys again? No, it definitely, <laughs> definitely helped. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you're starting out as well, you're finding your feet. Mm-hmm. First couple of shows are just horrible, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some of this, even later on, the shows are still horrible, yeah. but like you definitely build a fan base from those, you know, from just sweating yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, you know, the first few shows, maybe people watch you, they don't really dig you. Yeah. But they, when you, you hang out with them afterwards. Yeah. yeah, you win them over slowly. And then I think you can get to the point where it's it's all right to hold back a bit. Yeah. Go once in a while, and mm-hmm. then people respect that. It's kind of the same way here. Um, I was, believe it or not, in a uh, top 40 hits country band. Yeah. No way. Yeah, <laughs> I played I played bass, banjo, and piano in that, and um, wow. yeah, it was it was it was it was fun, but it was like tear to my beer type music, like you know, Brad Paisley and um, uh, oh, what the hell's her name, Zach Brown Band, that kind of stuff. Uh, okay. If you guys remember that, it's like real super super country, 
super like I'm gonna put my girl in a dirt truck and take her down like that kind of garbage. <laughs> and um, we were like the house band basically. We became the unofficial house band for like a couple venues because they would just call us back to like, yo, they're, we're gonna get packed on Saturday. It's Patty's Day. You guys should come and kill it. Um, so I, I definitely feel that where they were like, hey, you, you, it's not oversaturated. We're over, we're oversaturating it, but at the same time, we were, we were killing it because we were the only band yeah, in the exactly. area. Exactly. Uh, do you guys do you guys have a country base down there? This is this is a, a topic I really want to talk with with a band from another country. Um, not really. Okay, so there is um, so we're English speaking South African folk, and then there are the other side where it's Afrikaans speaking, which is kind of like Dutch. And the Afrikaans folks have this really like they have their it's it's like a derivative of country, mm. but like. They sing in like Afrikaans, and it's very much about being on the farm, being proud, and wow. like that kind of wow. stuff. So yeah, it's like uh, it, yeah, it, it's, it's kind of country, but it's not that like yeah. The, the U.S. country is just yeah. so niche. It is exactly no one else correct. It's, it's terrible. I have a friend that writes. <laughs> I have a friend that writes um, in Nashville, Tennessee, and wow. like, that's the big thing down there. And they go and they have a songwriting clinic. And what ends up happening is they'll go down with eight dudes and they'll stay in a studio for two weeks and they'll write 500 songs. Wow. And what they do, what they do is, um, it's basic stuff, just chords, maybe a melody, some lyrics, and then they'll send that out to like 15 record labels or they'll just upload it to ASCAP or BMI and then it'll sit there and then say maybe, I don't know, Justin Bieber will buy one of the songs because he liked the melody in one of it. Uh, I had a friend that um, he sold uh, a song to Toby Keith for $125,000 and it became a title track Whoa. on the record. And he was just sitting on it for years. And uh, he went out to Nashville yeah. and sold it. And that's what they do. He said one of the wow. – the funniest Damn. thing about that though is when they when they know they have to write country songs, there's a dartboard that they have. And the dartboard <laughs> has keywords on it. Uh, dirt Road, Ice Cold Beer. Um, jacked up truck, girl in tight jeans, <laughs> and they throw the dart at that, and they're like, "Okay, that's gonna be in the, that's gonna be lyrics, that's gonna be lyrics, that's oh. gonna be lyrics. Let's write around this." <laughs> because, like you said, it's so niche. Um, yeah. <laughs> has that American stuff? Uh, it, it, I, I know it doesn't hit in the UK. I know it doesn't hit um, in like Japan and stuff. But mm. has has the US country trickled down there at all? Um, nah, not really. I wouldn't say so. That's, that's yeah, I'm not in, I mean, like, in maybe the really big songs. You know what I mean? Like, every now and then, maybe you'll hear, yeah. like, a Goth Brooks or something okay. like that. Yeah. But, like... The legends. Uh, yo, yeah. yeah. Uh, Johnny Cash, Hank Williams, that, that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's super pleasing, infrequent. Yeah, it's super every infrequent. now and then. Yeah, that that's good. You guys aren't missing out on much. <laughs> you guys are, like, pop punk, I guess, is really niche, too. You can, like... Yeah. Only write about being sad, eating pizza, and breaking up with your girlfriend so much. Always, but there's dude. so many Always. topics you can you can dance around that, where maybe she stole your last piece of pizza, and that's why you aren't together. See, you can. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Right, say that again slowly. You just gonna <laughs> write that down. Um, no, there, there are like there are so many there are so many things like pop punk is kind of niche too. There's so many things you can write about pop punk, like mm. you like your girlfriend broke up with you. You know, pizza is like a big thing with pop yeah. punk. 
friendship but always my friendship, best friend yeah but now you can write I mean, like you can you can intertwine these things and be like my girlfriend broke up with me because i stole her last pizza pizza and now all i have is friends yeah, yeah there we go yeah that's the hit signal <laughs> <laughs> so we have to talk about um your new ep coming up it's ready to drop I believe at the end of April, it's called Deal With It. Yeah, around there. Yeah. How does Deal With It differ from New Heights? And I, there's a bunch of different things, but I want you guys <laughs> to definitely say too. <laughs> um, I think, so the, the biggest thing for us that we, and kind of the whole concept behind Deal With It, that we were like, you know what? We want to make an album that kind of speaks to us in a different light. And like you were saying with how niche and almost like carbon copy pop punk was getting at one stage, we were like, you know what, let's try and tackle some different stuff. Let's try and incorporate some new elements. Uh, and we got the opportunity to do some really strange stuff and it mm -hmm. ended up working out cool. And that kind of got us onto the path of deal with it while we wrote all the demos and stuff for it. I noticed a yeah. little bit more um, trap, <clears throat> EDM, uh, kind of electronica, uh, yeah, fused with fused with that like pop punk soul that you guys have. Exactly. Um, yeah, is that so, definitely what you were going for? Yeah, I mean, we were trying to do whatever. So Brogan and I like love all music, and I think this is the first time uh, that, well, at least from my experience, that we created songs where there wasn't like a lot of headbutting and guys saying that we need to stick to a specific formula. sound or anything yeah, yeah exactly so we were just like we were just going with it and mm -hmm. we were whatever whatever sounded cool we were like yeah did that, that before, sounds rad. uh yeah. did that before uh, where you said you were stuck to a formula was that like other i, I mean if you don't want to say it, it's fine but other like bandmates management friends coming up to you and being like no nah, you guys are sounding um, different i don't like that I, it was this weird dance between mm. we felt that we had the we were kind of tied to it because that's how we were marketing the band it was always like yo we're a south african pop punk band and we're going to do south african like we're going to do it for our south african peeps and we wanted to keep it like kind of keep it within the realms of what like really made us happy with pop punk yeah. um we grew up on in uh, like newfound glory and blink uh mxpx and stuff so hey we blink, wanted to achieve blink and mxpx yeah. i got them on my arm and the descendants back oh. here. <laughs> yeah. so you know how we feel so yeah. growing up it was like okay cool we want yeah. to really do something that like gave us the, the the soul of pop punk but now it's like you know we've we've done our time with it and we do want to evolve you know like we tend to get a lot of comments about people being like oh rad nostalgic vibes and as like rad as it is for us to reminisce i think mm. we did want to also see if we could fuse some more futuristic things in there sure. yeah yeah do you yeah. think that's a problem these days is that a lot of bands that don't write like i'm gonna say a band but i'm not gonna say that their music's terrible a band like I don't know, Mady Parade or All Time Low or Newfound Glory that they're writing new records. Bands aren't really, or fans aren't really catching on to the new records, but they're cashing mm. in on nostalgia by having like 10 year anniversary shows. And like, yeah. Do you think yes. that's a thing now where it's, uh, it's definitely a cash in on nostalgia? Mm. I think like it's really difficult as an artist because the fans who grew it like you know with all time low mm. people are like yeah. okay sweet maria that song means everything to me yeah. and they always want all time low to sound like that moment yeah um yeah. And, and like even with blink i mean they got a new member and people were still like ah if it's not enema of the state vibes i'm kind of over it you know what i mean if they, they just did, did that song with and stuff 
Yeah, I, I, I love their stuff with Steve Aoki, and a lot of people trash mm. California, but I, I, I fucking love California. I actually That's like California. I like California better than Neighborhoods. Neighborhoods feels like okay. Tom was just like, ah, uh, let's put a record together, and then they like stapled this thing together and then hung it on the fridge Agreed. for mom and it's like they went back in the studio with california and they really gave a shit because they knew they had something to prove with skiba coming to the band yeah sure. um is that what you guys are kind of like it's not like you're like trying to prove a point but at the same time you're like oh, i want to prove something we can go a different direction we can go a different way exactly yeah. precisely um speaking of changes uh you guys have uh two new members in the band kind of off and on which you described as interchangeable Lego set pieces, which I really like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't like stepping on them. I have a seven-year-old. She leaves Legos all over the damn house, and I'm stepping on them yeah. constantly. Uh, but uh, who's uh, – am I saying this right? Louis and uh, Arno? Uh, yeah, almost. So Louis, Louis? and Arno. Arno. And Arno. you got to roll the R's. Arno. 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 If you don't yeah. try, Arno. Arno. Gotcha. It's very upset. Yeah, I said. That's the, that's um, the Americana in us is that, you know, they say – Lou, instead of Lewis, the S is silent. It's, yeah, hey, yeah, we're yeah. gonna call you Lewis. We're calling you Lewis. Yeah. I ain't gonna roll <laughs> my damn R's for you. <laughs> Come here, Lewis. Lewis? <laughs> um, you know, like, it was part of the creative process as well. Like, the uh, outside of New Heights, same lows, we kind of learned a lot of things. And, like Justin said earlier about butting heads and stuff, we yeah. really wanted to go into this process and, like, not. Justin and I share a really distinct vision and it was cool to go forward because it really felt like effortless. Mm. Um, so Arnu and, and Louis kind of come in and they do their thing um, and they, they just come in and add a bit of spice. They like salt bear our songs, you know, which is so rad. So we <laughs> yeah. have idea and then they come in and, and they just do things just yeah. that little bit mm, yeah, and it's just great. awesome. Yeah. And, so are you and, guys predominantly uh, songwriters and they're just kind of like you said, salt bay? They're like garnishing? Yeah. Okay. Straight. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, basically they just yeah. Uh, this new record, uh, it's all over the place. What did you? What were your guys going through when you were when you were writing? I hate asking that question. Like, what's your writing process? But at the same time, what was your writing process? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a cliche, stereotypical interview question. Uh, yeah. So it comes it's up every once in a while, especially when you guys are like kind of in the process of changing your sound, maybe finding a new sound. Uh, so I, I've got to ask it. And uh, that's my that's my reasoning for asking it is it. <laughs> so what was your guys' writing yeah. process for this? So, well, I mean, it was the writing process uh, we played with quite a lot of things, um, but I mean, we for me especially, I felt that the songs were a lot more personal than any of our previous releases, okay. and that's weird because like as the as the vocalist, you would think, I don't know. There's a lot of our older songs that mean a lot less to me, okay. I think, personally, than, than, than these new ones. And our writing process was a lot more like um, us sitting down and like talking about specific situations or feelings or mm -hmm. interpretations of, of events or things that we were feeling at that time. Um, or if we, if Brogan came up with like a riff and it had like a, a sort of like emotion to it, we'd be like, cool, what does that make you feel like? And then we would take it from there, and then we'd storyboard it out, and we'd and we'd expand on on our ideas like that, which is I really like that idea. Yeah. yeah, it's something we've never done before, and yeah. and I think it really worked well. Yeah. So was that your own creation, or did you kind of adapt that from another band or artist that you really admire? 
Um, I think over time, because we kind of been working with a couple different people and we picked up small little tricks and we, we realized it was easier to communicate a very clear vision between us two if we wrote it down mm. and we had it in front of us and then we'd kind of like talk our way through it mm. and then we'd get these like keyword phrases and we'd be like, okay, cool, well, this is making me feel like this. And then while we're talking, we've got all these sort of keyword phrases and these words and like even vibes and just whatever's. And then we kind of worked mm. like that, which yeah. it just came naturally over time. The more we're writing, the more we really want to write cohesive, interesting stuff that like has a proper story, not just filling vowel sounds with letters yeah. and stuff. Do like yeah. the Panic at the Disco thing or whatever. And like, that's a dictionary. What is a synonym for this small word that's a yeah. five syllable <laughs> word? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of bands that do that. But I think. I think the storyboarding idea uh, is, is, is fucking amazing. Um, mm. Something that I heard close to that was when Tom DeLonge was starting out Angels and Airwaves. He would yeah. just surround his their whole practice area with um, these TV screens that had, like, space and, like, war and, like, old Hitler videos and, like, old wow. speeches from Reagan and, like, um, launches and, and just visual things from outer space and he, they would just decorate the whole room like that and then they like uh turn the lights down really low and then like had mood lamps and uh stuff that looked like stars wow. it was crazy and you can kind of you kind of feel like you're in outer space when you listen to like the first couple records um, yeah so yeah, I, they're yeah. creating that atmosphere yeah. while they're riding i mean that's, that's very cool yeah. yeah um we're talking about bands one of the bands that uh recently inspired you guys to write was uh post malone who came to south africa what was that experience yeah. like seeing him live yeah we love yeah, posty and it was almost surreal because i mean most of the artists that come to south africa are pretty dated yeah. um so we mm. get people who aren't like on the cusp of what's happening so yeah, yeah. to get posty was so crazy Such and like the the rapper opened for him what was his name um Oh, well, and he, it felt like he lip-synced a lot, and, yeah, we, oh, yeah, and yeah, he yeah, set yeah. the bar really low. Yeah, We're like, yeah. oh, man, Posty's just going to mine this stuff. This is going to suck. And he came out, and he ripped. Yeah, like, he had vocal solos, and he did acapella stuff, and, like, we left that being like, wow, like, rap actually has soul and a lot of vibe, and he meant all of those lyrics, and he was so grateful yeah. to be Do you know an why? essay. That 100%. Out, he, wow. he, uh, Posty used to be a scene kid. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've seen these in a metalcore band, I think, once. Yeah. Now, I can't remember. I gotta tell a story. It's a really, really cool story. I'm waiting for the perfect time to talk about this, and this is the perfect <laughs> time. So I did uh, press for the 2018 Vans Warped Tour, and I was backstage in the green room with a band. I don't remember which band, but they were doing something with Alternative Press Magazine. And they were talking okay. about, off-camera, how Post Malone tried out to be their guitarist, and then... Yeah. They're like, nah, man, you're not that. You're, you're kind of whack. And then they, uh, he, yeah, he, he shreds too. He's he's pretty good. Um, and then he ended up moving to California. And then in a year, they're like, dude, isn't that that guy we kicked out of the band on TV right now? But he still Yo. he still hits him up. It's 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 a band similar to like Motionless and White, like one of those like Blackfell wow. Brides, like a really heavy yeah. band. Uh, but he's like, yeah, when we're in L.A., he'll hit us up and be like, hey, guys, want to go, like, party on a yacht with Justin Bieber and uh, Taylor Swift? And they get on this <laughs> yacht, and they're like, 
we look like the goth kids at the Christmas dance right now. Like <laughs> we're just standing in the corner, but <clears throat> I thought that was a really interesting story that, I mean, he can shred. Did he play any guitar when you guys were, uh, when you guys saw him live? Yeah, he did. I mean, I think acoustic, some acoustic guitar, yeah, yeah. 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 But he didn't let rip on any like no, solos no. or anything like that. So you've been holding out on us. Still, posty. If you ever get the chance, look up his cover of, this is my campaign, his cover of All Apologies by Nirvana. My campaign Sweet. is that him and Dave Grohl hook up and he he tours and, the, the, and Nirvana starts over with Post Malone. Whoa. As their new Kurt Cobain. I'm telling you, there are a lot of people that like can't fit the shoes. Like Rome tours with Sublime now and he's perfect yeah. for it. Adam okay. Lambert tours with Queen and it's not Freddie Mercury, but it's there. I'm telling you, Post yeah. Malone touring with Nirvana would be fucking insane. That is that crazy. Yo, people would lose their minds. I, I've campaigned this ever since I heard uh, his cover of All Apologies. He does a really sick cover yeah. of Santeria by Sublime as well. There's another no. one he does. Maybe it's God Only Knows by the Beach Boys, which is my all-time favorite song. Whoa. Do you guys have an all-time favorite song? Oof. Like a go-to. Uh, no, actually, um, a band called Head Automatica. Oh, this yeah. The, uh, they do a song called Cannibal Girl, and literally since I heard it like when I was <clears> 18, I just always loved that. The vibe of it is infectious. I don't even know if I've heard that. I'm sure I've showed you, right? <laughs> There's sure, a, I remember that was like, this is, this is showing how old I am as well. And head on a Mac, a drop graduation day just hit yeah. that song yeah. just hit. And, uh, it was like the theme for our prom for a while. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that was, that's, that's showing dated. Uh, talk about some bands. Um, you guys have toured with the likes of alien ant farm and bowling for soup. My good friends bowling for soup. Um, <laughs> Uh, back in eight, uh, 2018, what was that experience like touring for Bowling for Soup? Because uh, Jarrett's insane. Yeah. yeah, it was man. It was it, probably my favorite um, local tour that we've that we've done. It yeah. was just so much fun, they, how, and they're amazing. Yeah. How many dates they're did amazing. you guys do? Uh, I think four. I think it was four. Yeah. yeah. And in our country, that is pretty much like yeah, that's it. three cities. <laughs> that's yeah. literally it. Doesn't get better than that. Yeah, there's basically all three cities and then one out in like the wilderness space, yeah. kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was really cool. But they were super rad guys. Like, I think we we really realized how cool they were when the show we played here in Joburg was delayed like two, three hours. And yeah. normally when that happens with an international, the internationals just cut bands. They're like, nah, yeah. we're going on at this time. You guys yeah. better shut up. And they were so cash. They were just like, nah, do your thing. Yo, we'll play whenever. Mm. Like, just make it happen. Like, everyone must enjoy the show. And we're like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. They're so rad. Jared's really amazing like that. Um, I interviewed Bowling for Soup twice last year. Uh, once was just Jared doing his acoustic tour. And the second time I interviewed the band. The first time I met Jared, there was a bus tub. Like a giant waiter's bus tub, like three, three or four of them backstage, and um, he was like, "Hey man," um, he points to the bus tub. There, there was beer in it. Like the whole, all three of them were like brimmed to the top with beer and ice. And he's like, "Hey man, do you want one?" And I was like, "Yeah man, I'll take a beer." He's like, "No, an entire bus tub." I drank fifteen beers that night and then did an interview with him. He got me trash because he just kept feeding them to me. He's like, "Crack, here you go. Crack, here you go." I'm like, dude, you haven't oh, even played your set yet. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, oh, no. he's wild. Did they uh, uh, 
they're they're definitely a big drinking band. Um, but they're they're fucking amazing. Uh, they're so good. Oh my god, where are we at? So, how has the Made for Broadway fam taken to your new sound thus far? Has anybody heard it? And what what are their what what is their take on your guys like new new sound coming out? Um. So, Turn It Up, the first single mm-hmm. went out in on the 20th of last month, on yeah. Jan. And I think, like, of all the songs that are on the EP, that one kind of, like, still rings the the classic MFB vibe. Yeah. Uh, so we wanted to, like, sort of lay into it easier. Mm-hmm. I think the next song, the one that we're releasing with you, um, definitely has a lot more of the electronica yeah. vibes. And, Very different. Yeah. But the people who have heard it, I mean, obviously, it's our close homies, our moms and stuff like that. They always they love everything. Oh, they hate <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's cool. I think everyone is super supportive. The Broadway fam are, were so yeah. patient with us because last year we were kind of silent. We were just trying to work and like not focus on playing a ton of shows or being mega active on social media. And it was cool that everyone was still supportive. Yeah. And even now with this release, everyone was behind us and they were like, yo, mm. glad to have you back. Let's carry on going with this, you know, which was the best. But yeah, we'll see. It truly shows who your fans are whenever they're patient with the band. Because I know, I know they're like, you haven't put out an EP in eight months. What the hell? You, you guys only did 15 shows last year or whatever, like last month. Yeah. Or you guys need to... You really need to start doing this. And they're like, we're trying to write a record right now. You know, our drummer just had a kid. Um, (laughs) Whoever is getting married or divorced, like there's a lot of other shit that goes on with that. And I'm I'm glad to hear that you're a band that has fans that give a shit, that are patient, that would rather Mm. you do something. I'm going to go back to Blink. When Blink came back together, they did that reunion tour. And they just did the greatest hits. And then as soon as that tour was over, every fanboy, well, I mean, I guess myself too, was like, you guys need to put out a record now. And they were like, oh, fuck. So they put out a record really fast and it didn't turn out all that great. But yeah, yeah. But you guys, you know, you, you, you're taking your time with it. Um, you have a six song, six songs. Is that? Is that yeah. One? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're doing a, some acoustic stuff too. Now, is that going to be acoustic versions of these songs or no? Uh, yeah, so we kind of been working on an acoustic set. We actually had a whole bunch of footage mm. uh, shot, and now we're like, um, could be rather. Mm. We're trying to just step our game up a bit. But and we're used to jumping around and being sweaty. We break things, <laughs> and like, we just, I think we were, we just looked a little bit scared. Yeah, we look so scared. We so it's, I think because we, we take it so yeah. much more serious yeah. than a live, like a full <laughs> band show, because it's so unfamiliar yeah. that we just look terrified. So we're like, nah, you know what? Let's just get better at yeah, it, and yeah, then we'll reshoot yeah. it. But I mean, it's a lot of fun though. Yeah. It's really cool to do something different. Yeah, I did. Fun. We did a couple of acoustic shows in my band because where we were when I was in a band, we were the same way. Like synth drop, you know breakdowns screaming parts like it was like motion city soundtrack meets a day to remember if that makes any sense to okay. you. it yeah. was synth meets like the heavy shit my brother did like guitar sweep solos and stuff so it was kind of oh. like that vibe but then we did some acoustic shows and i'm like man we look fucking weird like we're stiff we're just sitting here <laughs> yeah. so i went yeah. back and i tried to find some of my favorite bands i know have a high energy online live that have done yeah. acoustic sets and i highly recommend you look up the acoustic show that Taking Back Sunday did, 
where they okay. stripped out all of their shit. They had, I think, a 15-piece orchestra behind them. Uh, the Whoa. used, the used is another one. Their whole lot. I'm plugging another band. Whatever. Their whole live, <laughs> their whole live acoustic album is on Spotify, and I think it's on YouTube. But it's crazy, like watching those bands. Just like they're down a whole string. They're maybe down a whole octave singing, and everything is stripped down. There's like five part harmonies and parts that you're like, he's screaming Whoa. here. Why wow. is there a harmony part here? This doesn't belong, but it sounds good. I like it. <clears throat> That's cool. Yeah, I will yeah that's check cool. That out. Yeah, wow. I, I think we we had to relook at those things, mm. and and I mean, it's like we're taking back Sunday Day when you get an orchestra or you reimagine him mm. an octave lower, and you do something that is isn't just like transposing it straight up, yeah. just like yeah. playing the same power chords and stuff that we get away with um, yeah. with disto and all them loud things. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as for the record itself, as we're dealing with it, uh, you guys teamed up with international short film director uh, Sean James, who he, he dished out three singles for the record, um, videos. Uh, how'd that relationship mm. come? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's my brother. Oh, oh, okay. So. Uh, yeah, I see, the, I see the last name there. I see the last no, name. No, no, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we definitely called in the... <laughs> the, the family, family card favor. very hard yeah. on that one um yeah and he put in a lot of a yeah, lot of time so and so much work <laughs> and energy and we appreciate it so much like yo yeah he's a, he's a master is he older or younger? Pretty... younger 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 brother that's really cool he's supportive yeah. so he's your yeah. he's your seb barlow <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly. yeah yeah um like we would go to him with a couple concepts and he would brainstorm them and 10 minutes later come back with something and be like yo no 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 this is how it's gonna go this is how it's gonna look and we would just have our mouths open yeah we were just like wow okay we're sleeping at the wheel that's really awesome that you had that like he has faith in you guys and you have that much faith in him exactly yeah it's just so cool Mm. and uh, we can go ahead In the uh, in the video, um, the videos, uh, the the videos kind of connect. They like tell a story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you said there's Easter eggs in here for made for Broadway fam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, what we were trying to do is basically we wanted to document almost like a weekend in our lives in okay. a, in a way and really try cool. and include all the the moments of what inspired the songs um so obviously you've been lucky enough you've you've seen all the videos and you kind of it makes a bit of sense to you but for the people who are listening there's basically where justin and i sort of get our things together and we have a rager and then the next video is me trying to fall in love with the gal that i met at that video uh at the first video and uh, like inside this the set of where um I'm at is a callback to mm. one of the first videos we put out in 2015. Yeah. And there's like all these, like there's characters in the first video who actually appeared in like some really early MFB stuff. And we just yeah. thought it would be really fun. It's a tribute to our whole history mm. as well as like the whole story behind us, our personal things, you know? Yeah. I really like that idea. Um, <clears throat> as you guys may or may not know, My Chemical Romance is back together. And uh, uh, yeah, they did something similar with uh, a video called a summoning. And basically it's a 13 minute video of a kid having a seance and he um, tries to summon and resurrect my chemical romance. 
And uh, in, in the video, it's a callback to, like, Helena. They got the girl who did the Helena video. She's dancing around uh, at a funeral, and he walks through another door, and it's the album cover for Black Parade. He's in a hospital. Danger Days is on there. Um, it's a callback to all that kind of stuff. So that's really what I'm getting Getting that you guys are doing is, like, callbacks, yeah. Easter eggs, nods, and a real appreciation mm-hmm. for anybody who has ever been uh, made for Broadway fan exactly. um yeah that you guys were like this is this is all for you right now exactly yeah. exactly um on this on the record um who did you get to engineer produce uh it was a was a diy all over again <laughs> you're looking at yeah. you're looking at the handsome man What's here that? with the luscious locks <laughs> so yeah I, it was it was me and um a good homie of mine uh warren he helped me because my Apple was actually crashing. There was just so many layers and so many oh. like different elements. But I was like, yo, uh, you have a better PC than me. Could we mix this at your house? <laughs> um, and yeah, it was cool to do DIY because we really, like in the previous album that we did with Seb, um, we really felt the pressure of having to spend a ton of cash and to do things that like ended up really putting us back and being able to do it ourselves. We had more control and we were also way less stressed. It was like, yo, mm. can you pull in and do vocals today? Rad, if you can't, nah, yeah. we'll do it now. Yeah. Rather than being like, dude, you're coming here for two days. We're finishing mm-hmm. 15 songs. If you fall asleep, we'll pass out. Yeah, that's... <laughs> so it was cool. It, it was way more fluid yeah. with this EP. That's awesome. Um, it's crazy to think what you can do I mean, ten, I always go back to this. Like, 10 years ago, you had to go to a studio. You had to rent yeah, yeah. out time. Um, if you want a really good studio, it's hundreds, mm. if not thousands of dollars an hour, and they charge you from the time you walk through the door. Yeah. Um, some places are, like, really fucking crazy. That Like, they have that pristineness on them. They have that chip on their shoulder where they're like, well, Led Zeppelin recorded here back in 1960 or what. So... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how their thing is. Other other places are real chill. Um, sometimes they'll. I, we went to a studio where we bought dude cheeseburgers one afternoon. And he cut like vocals for free, so that was a lot of fun. Wow. But the the production wasn't all that great because we were paying him in cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably too full. You can't be yeah. working productively if you yeah, need yeah. too many. But <laughs> it's it is crazy to think that like what you can accomplish in basically your bedroom anymore. And I will say that mm-hmm. there's no more of a definition of that than Billy Eilish. You got to, you got yeah. Billy Eilish. Yeah. I don't know if you know, but Billy Eilish and her brother Phineas recorded everything in like, I don't know, maybe a 12 by 15 bedroom was Phineas's bedroom and everything Crazy. was ma- mastered in uh, one of their friends living rooms that went on to win four Grammys this year. Oh man, crazy! Man. That's the dream, hey. It really, mm. it really is. It, it's it's crazy to show where technology is, what people really yeah. care about. They don't care about the the fact that you have recorded at this studio, that you have this person. Yeah. Um, as long as your music's good, it'll definitely show through. Yeah. Dude, if the music's good, the music's good, man. I lost my place on here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, um. You guys have 2020. We're in right now. Uh, do you have any? You have 2020 plans. You have the three videos that are coming out. You have six songs. Acoustic tracks are coming out. Um, we got to talk about your concept shows, which I loved back in 2018. Uh, you did a mm-hmm. Secret Santa, Summer Party, etc. Yeah. stuff. 
Uh, you guys have any new ones coming up? Any new ideas for? Uh, <laughs> so last year, yeah, no, we can. Yeah, 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 if yeah, we yeah. can, so we actually so last year we dug deep and we did a show in winter called Out of Aloha, where it was all like a tribute to Hawaii vibe. And we realized after that show that we froze our asses off in winter in like grass skirts and stuff that it would be better to stick with what we did really well the year before, Mm. which was the Bad Kitty show, which we did. If you dressed up like a cat, you got in for half price. And then they love cats. Everybody loves cats. uh, Yeah, everyone loves cats. And And there was a charity thing as well, so everything... Everything. Oh no! Ten rand. Yeah, there was a which was like a dollar. Cat, like yeah, that went to the, the kites. To the cats. And then we did another one called Slumber Party, which was super rad. Everybody came up oh. in their pajamas, and yeah. we built this blanket fort where we showed um, movies. Mm. I think it was like Hot Rod. Yeah, this awesome. Oh, it's so cool. It was so massive the blanket fort as well. Yeah, and we sick. but we played in onesies, and we sweat like we almost black yeah, like no, passed out. The heat was insane. But we want to do those again this year. That's the main goal. I think those two really banged, and we're keen to do them again. And I think we want to do... We did a Punk Goes Pop tour here in South Africa with, mm. like, two really, really rad pop punk bands who Is are, like, Is that the one with uh, Car Crash Burn, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Crash Car okay. Burn, yeah. And our homies in Held On Till May. And... Um, we really want to do one like that again, just because it's so fun to do covers mm. and... Um, just do something totally, totally different, you know? For those who don't know, they're, they're listening out there and you're like, what the hell are they talking about? Cat suits and blanket forts. Uh, <laughs> what Made for Broadway does is they, uh, I should have set that up way better, but what, what they do is they have these cool benefit shows where like the one for cats, for example, where you dress up like a cat, you get in half off, you donate money and it goes towards a wildlife foundation or, or, or for, uh, or, yeah, or, or, yeah. for rescue cats, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah there we yeah. go. Um, yeah. So it's it's themed shows like that, but it's also really rad giving back to the community. I think that a lot of bands out there don't do, do that kind of thing anymore, and it's really cool to see that you guys give a shit about where you live, that you care about things that are going on around you rather than I'm just going to go to a venue and play tonight. There are bigger problems out there, and you guys are giving back to that. Um, yeah. What, what was your biggest um, fundraiser so far? It has to be um, the when we did the blanket drop. Yeah, uh, that was the biggest. That was the biggest. Right? Was that the Secret Santa one that we did? Was it? I think it was. So yeah, the Secret yeah. Santa thing. Then it was a group of five shows that we did, which mm. is like every venue ever. <laughs> and basically, also um, you could donate blankets, food, Ooh, toys, yeah. anything like that. And what we found was that people, it was like 80 bucks to get in, but they were donating stuff that was way worth 80 bucks, you know, yeah, and they yeah, weren't even, they didn't want to waver their man. fee or anything. They were just like, yo, love that you're getting to do something. And it also feels good for them because we shot a video and stuff. And yeah, people yeah. get to see that it goes to a rad place. And um, it, it felt good. Now, that was insane. I mean, we had, I, I have this really big, like old truck and there was gifts and stuff in the back of that truck, like piled up yeah we just drove around the town and threw stuff out yeah, and it, it got it got wild it got so it got, wild. Like, crazy. got so wild yeah. man so that's that's what you guys are coming on this year uh how, how many of those uh how many of those shows do you think got just just the two do you think you're gonna throw maybe another one in there yeah i mean we'll definitely uh throw throw a few into the mix um like we said 
we're trying to not do every weekend now and we're trying to just plan and That's awesome. make sure it's more special um yeah any other shows you guys got coming up or um anything planned for the future maybe a tour um we definitely been thinking about doing another tour like a local tour okay. um cape town we got a really bunch of awesome fans uh, that literally like send us messages like weekly um so we definitely want to do a tour. There's going to be a whole bunch of dates supporting the deal with the drop. Yeah. Um, but we really also want to spend some good time having really well-crafted shows and do something a bit more special rather than just like forcing a tour because we want to promo like we feel like promo nowadays can be more digital than us going and sweating on stage for a couple hundred people, you know. Absolutely. I, I realize a lot, a lot of that with, with even bigger bands that – Rather than tour your record, it's more productive. Fall Out Boy did this with, I don't remember what record. It wasn't Mania, that's for sure. But um, one of their records, they had 12 or 14 songs, and they kind of did the concept thing where you guys did, where like one video tied into the next video, tied into the next video. And dropping the singles like that catapulted the band, that catapulted the band's record more than them just going out and playing you know, a exactly. show because people were exactly. tuning in. Like every, it was, it was 12 songs and they did one a month. So everyone was tuning in on like the 13th or the 10th or whatever it was. They're like this mm. song and it got them buying the record and doing a lot of other stuff. Exactly. Um, do you, do you think that that's, that's kind of the way to go these days? Um, yeah, I think right now, like Justin and I have been trying to do a lot of marketing for the new stuff. And we realized a lot of it is trying to play, or outsmart the algorithm, yeah. you know, because like you have to yeah. gain the right amount of attention in a short period. You have to really try and get people super psyched about the release that when it drops, you can try and gain as much traction as possible with each release. Um, I think that it was the lesson that we learned with New Heights, Same Lows, because we wanted to get it out before we went on tour with Alien Ant Farm, was we just wanted to put it out and let it all happen and like let nature take its course. And now we're like, you know what, let's put it out one a month. Let's tease everybody. Let's make sure that we have content going forward for a while. And we feel super prepared way more than we've ever done before. So uh, we don't know if it works yet. We'll tell you in like a couple (laughs) months, we'll let you know. (laughs) Does it feel like that just when you figure the algorithm out or the formula or whatever, whatever it is that it just, it switches up on you. You're like, I got this, and then you don't got it. You really don't make it easy. No. Um, Yeah, you you have to constantly be on top of, you know, what the current social media trends are and what the platform's, like, policies are and stuff. Mm. I mean, we'll try to put out an ad, and then, like, 24 hours later, it'll be like, oh, sorry, we blocked this ad because of... Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, some of the things are... It's what, insane. Yeah, some of the... I mean, we the have to like, look got, up what, yeah. what they're trying to even tell us that is wrong with our... our it got ad. taken down because we used all caps in, like, the yeah, heading. Yeah, it was crazy. We were just like, yeah, party! And then they were like, nah, bruh. Like, no what party. Party, <laughs> party, no party shut up. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so, crazy. Yeah, it definitely feels like it always just changes up. But mm-hmm. it's cool. At least it's, it's always a new challenge, but we're finding more now that it's like, okay, you got to pay to play. Facebook limits your page, Instagram limits your feed, like unless your interaction is major, yeah. like you're gonna have to spend cash to get into people's faces. Have you ever had this happen where something that you thought was really dumb and like just a throwaway, like was a real big pop, 
Like your your analytics was like, what the fuck just happened? Dude, they're literally yeah. Our, yeah, the, our song with the most plays on Spotify. We were all so casual about it. It was not even... We didn't even think man, it was going to be on yeah. the album. We were like, yeah, yeah, I almost didn't even make it onto the album. And then it's... I don't know what happened. It got playlisted and it's... I mean, it's Mayday. Mayday Tonight. Okay. Um, it's off of the, our first... Our album, Life Lessons yeah, our Life Lessons album. But and I think it, it's just over like 300,000 streams and for... I mean, like... Our band averages like 10,000. So to have something that is just so much bigger, we were like, oh. And then we shot a video for it, and then that also got rad traction. So, yeah, yeah I think Mayday is pretty strange. Cause yeah, because we, we don't understand it. So, yeah. it's, so it was, <laughs> that was cool. I don't get it either. Like, I, um, back in, it was around Halloween when, when my chem got back together. I make memes and put them out. And I had a meme that went viral. It it had 2 million impressions in less than 24 hours. I had 49,000 wow. shares. And it, I mean, I, still, I look at it and it's like, it, it's, it's still racking up. I have another one about Warped Tour that, that is like mm-hmm. picking up traction, has like over 500,000 um, uh, in, in, in impressions on Facebook. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't, this was a throwaway. I didn't even give a shit about this. <laughs> like, can you guys read my blog? Maybe that that would be awesome. <laughs> like the thing that I yeah. spent hours on, not minutes writing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's it, it's crazy how the algorithm works. It's crazy how mm. how fans will pick up on something so silly, and mm. or or it catches them back to Billie Eilish. She thought bad guy was a throwaway. Yeah. She thought yes. bad guy was a throwaway. It was like deep cut. I'm not even gonna go on a record, and then it ended up being, you know, her biggest song of the year. Crazy man. Um. So, back to shows though. <clears throat> Do you guys plan on doing a CD release show, album release show? We're actually working on it. We've been a little bit like I think a tunnel vision with releasing the EP and just oh, trying yeah. to get our digital vibe on lock. Yeah. Um, but it is actually part of my homework for this week coming up to start getting that locked down for April. Um, definitely going to be doing some shows for sure. For show. The show. The show. show. So we, we can probably expect more going on probably around April because that's when the album is supposed to release. Do you have an official date? Yeah. yeah. 100%. Uh, we kind of just keeping it flexible for now because we want to try some things. We also got some other exclusive content that we want to tease with. So we're still kind of feeling it out. We know for sure that we want to do the video a month and then see how that goes and then let uh, let the rest just happen, oh, I guess. So, but end of April is the goal. If it goes really badly, then probably like sooner than later. Um, <laughs> but if we feel that like the vibes are cool and everyone's really enjoying what we're putting out it's hard to hold on to it we actually yeah. finished this thing in like march last year so it's been really weird uh so your first single dropped all your love which was out on uh 119 am i getting it right i think i'm right N- uh, so all your love is coming out this month 19 19 19th this month yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the first single was turn it up and that was 20th the last 100 million okay. 100 million I, I definitely had that written down wrong uh, for some reason. So letting you guys know that they have a new song it's fine. coming out. Please sabotage you with my bad notes. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, so all your loves drop in in a week. We're gonna say about a week. Yeah. 
Yeah, about uh, then. Yeah. yeah what, what do we have now? We, we have to... so the nineteenth. Ten days. Ten days. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. We can admit. We can admit. <laughs> nice. Um, what was the reception of like the of like the first song you guys dropped? Like, was it immediate fan demonium? Um, when you when you when you dropped the first single last month, were they like, oh, these guys are back? I've never heard the word pandemonium. I really like yeah. that. <laughs> we, we're taking pandemonium. Pandemonium, um, I mean, pandemonium. So I think um, the first day that it was out was the most views we've racked up in a single first day yeah. of a YouTube release. Um, obviously, we haven't put the song out on... It's not on, on, on the streaming platforms yet. Uh, yeah. When does it come out on the streaming platforms? Uh, oh, for Valentine's Day, yeah. even. Oh, we're given a little treat. Um, but yeah, I think, like we said, the, the Broadway fam were super patient and yeah. they were like, you know what? So rad that you're here. And what's cool about that video is that so many of the people who we consider Broadway fam are actually in it. So I think it was a really special vibe for them because mm. they're like, yo, I get to be with my boys. And they're sort yeah. of like, oh. I want to say the comeback because that just feels so yeah, sad, yeah. but yeah. it's just like the new yeah. chapter. It's the new chapter, and it w they were really so stoked to be part of it and to be in the video. So the shares and the engagement were so cool because everyone's like, oh, look at me. I'm in this video with my boys. <laughs> yeah. There's a local band that, that does that every once in a while. They'll they'll send out a max mass text or they'll hook up on their, um, on their social media, and they'll be like, we're shooting a video tonight at the local – you know, venue that we're always at. It's free to get in um, until it sells out. So they'll ju they'll just be like, we're going to shoot a video and we're going to play a show. So that's that's one of the Definitely. things that a couple bands around here do that uh, I, I really like. Um, yeah. Uh, was that kind of the same vibe with you guys? You were just like, hey, show up. We're going to we're gonna film a yeah. video. I mean, yeah, it was more, I mean, we invited people that are, you know, have really been there for the band. Um, so it was maybe a little bit more selective, a little bit flexible here and there, but yeah, it wasn't like a, everybody come to our house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. Um, but yeah. That's awesome. So we're going to wrap this up here, guys. We are, I think we're like an hour in. I really think we talked for an hour. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah. Putting in the quantity nice. time. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I usually, at least stick to maybe a half hour format. Because people don't like. Yeah, we were listening talk. to uh, the one you put out. Was it yesterday or the day before yesterday? Yeah. And we we're like, cool, half an hour. Oh, we can yeah, talk we for can half an that. hour. Yeah. Um, so I'm proud of us for doing yeah. an hour. Yeah. We almost on that Joe Rogan level. <laughs> I just gotta watch out. Oh man, I, I really want to start <laughs> doing like the, the Rogan level, but I think his is another one that he just didn't expect his podcast to pick up. You know. Yeah. And now it's like his his thing. He quit Fear Factor, and he doesn't yeah. do so much with the MMA anymore. He's like. Well, we're gonna have Johnny Depp on today, and we're gonna have Neil deGrasse yeah. Tyson on tomorrow, and then some guy <laughs> talking about conspiracy theories on next week. And hey, we're yeah. gonna have Robert Downey Jr. By the way, uh, and Elon. Yeah, Musk. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he did great. I mean, I think that's that's maybe one of those things that we're trying to incorporate is when you're just having fun with it and you're just letting it do its its natural thing. It actually ends up popping off more yeah. than if you're trying to manicure and be like, we we need to have the best podcast and we need to do all these things. Yeah. So it's like, you know what? Have a rad time. Do whatever comes natural and yeah. vibes will be better. More like sincere and authentic. Yeah, for sure. That's especially, that's, uh, it goes back to the algorithm is like, you can trick the algorithm oh, no. by being natural. I think we're losing you. Oh no. Am I here? Am I back? 
Hello? Are you there? Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a long delay though. Wow. Hold on. Let's get it back in. Yeah, we're here. Can you hear us? Can you yeah, hear I can hear you guys. <laughs> it's probably our South African internet. No. I, I, I can okay, hear you guys. There we go. We're yeah. back. Okay. Yeah, you guys were cutting out here and just for a couple seconds here and there. But um, before we cut out again, uh, you have a new EP called Deal With It. It's out <laughs> at the end of April. You have a new single coming up at the end of, well, not the end, the, the middle of this month, 10 days from now, called All Your Love. is out on 219. And is there anything else you want to say to new fans, Broadway fam, uh, mate, the pop punk dad fam, I guess, whatever, uh, anything you want anything you want to say before we go? Yo, I just want to say, I hope you really enjoy the new tunes. We mm. want to say thank you to you for obviously having us and oh. for supporting us uh, in previous iterations of our band and now how we are today. I really appreciate it. We do. 100%. And uh, yeah, uh, catch us on Facebook, subscribe to YouTube, tuck into some Spotify. Mm. If you know what's good. I'll link up and all then- of their guys' <laughs> stuff below, their their Spotify, their Instagram, their uh, yeah. the Facebook Twitter, you guys have a Twitter, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff will be linked up below. If you're on SoundCloud, you'll be able to click on it. If it's on Spotify, what is your handles uh, for those tuning in on Spotify and Apple Music? At Made for Broadway. At Made Always. for Broadway. Now, is it the number four because people want to get clever, or is it oh, F-O-R? never? Or okay. we are not clever. Yeah, no, we're not. It is just <laughs> plain old English. Plain old English. Before I end, I'm going to talk about one of my pet peeves. And one of my pet peeves is when bands do that. You'll go on and you'll see at Blink182 for their, you know, Facebook. And then you'll see Blink-182. And then it'll just be like Blink underscore something for their Instagram. I like consistency. I love consistency. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just so much easier. Uh, It just feels right when everything is tucked in. Yes, it does. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, you have... uh, once again, let's deal with it out uh, at the end of April. Uh, you can check out all yeah. the guys on their socials. Um, and they have All Your Love coming out on 219. Um, mm. For more information on uh, on Deal With It, I mean, you guys are going to be you guys are gonna be plugging it from now until the end of April. 100%. Until yeah. yeah. we die. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been amazing talking to you guys. Uh, I'm, we, this should yeah. be up in like a week. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, yeah. Have a rad cool. night. What about tomorrow? Later. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Peace. So that was Later. the guys who made for Broadway. Uh, again, I'm going to just say this again. Those guys are absolutely amazing. Uh, it's incredible to talk to them for the first time. Um, when I uh, first, they were one of the first bands that ever took notice. Uh, to the Pop Punk Dad when I first started a couple years ago. I didn't get to say this on here because I didn't think about it at the time, but I've got to thank them so much for having faith in me. Um, not just starting out being like a nobody uh, to the whole blogging, individual publications thing. And um, for them for them to really to really trust me with their, with their music and with, I guess kind of marketing, I guess you say, because I'm putting their stuff out there in my own way, and I, I, I'm, I'm glad that they saw that and project them in a negative light or anything. Uh, that they, they really had faith in me. So really love those guys. That was just an old brogy buddy from uh, Made for Broadway. You can check out all their stuff. Uh, 
uh, someone just messaged me. I don't know if it was them or not. But you can check out all their stuff uh, in the links below if you're on SoundCloud. And if not, like they said, everything is at Made for Broadway. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can check them out on, uh, what was the thing? Spotify. You can check them out on there. So check that out. They have uh, Deal With It, which is out at the end of April. And they have All Your Love, which is out on 2-19-20. And that will all be linked up in below. Anyway, guys, uh, this has been amazing. So much fun today talking to them. Um, stay pop punk. Later.